Welcome to the podcast. I'm Cass and this is All Things Mystical. And I'm Gabrielle and we're here to empower you to be mystical beings in this modern day world. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the show. We are so grateful to have you here today and to chat all things post Lion Gate energy and all about how to raise your vibe, even when it doesn't feel like it's the exact right time when you just want to binge watch TV and do nothing else. That is exactly what we've been feeling. Mm. So this is our tips and tricks to overcome it. And we're just going to chat a bit about how we felt on the Lion's Gate cast. How did you feel? Uh, leading up to it, I was like up and down a lot. Um, I just felt that, I don't know, like I just, I just feel, I just felt energetically there was a lot sort of floating around. Like there were some days where I was like really struggling to get out of bed. Um, and my motivation was (laughs) low. (laughs) Mm. Did you find the Lionsgate harder or the Tuesday? Um, Honestly, probably Tuesday. Like, I think I was doing pretty good up to the new moon and natural peak of, like, on the 8th for the for the new moon and the, and the actual peak of the Lionsgate portal. But it was almost like after that there was, like, this deep descent for me. I feel like – I know, I know I've had a few conversations with people. I just feel like I've had an energetic hangover. Like, I really um, – and it, like, overloaded over the weekend and I've just, like, been bleh since. Mm. Like, how have you felt? I was – really lazy for the Lionsgate day Mm. but then on Tuesday so if you're listening to this and you're in America that would have been your Monday we had an energy spike on the Schumann resonance that shit was it that's the biggest one I mean I know I've only been tracking it for a little while now but that was huge that one yeah but I've been tracking it for a year and normally like I can always tell when it's coming like I can feel the effects Mm. and then I'm like oh something's wrong let's Mm -hmm. look at the Schumann Mm -hmm. so for you guys who don't know what the Schumann resonance is this is a bit of an explanation Mm -hmm. so Cass what is your explanation of the Schumann resonance uh so when there is an electromagnetic pulse um you'll see a spike on the Schumann resonance so basically earth is at a 7.83 hertz in terms of like vibration and due to pulses in the electromagnetic field you know, it'll there will be a spike up or down from that that hertz level, and and basically that affects us down here on Earth. It causes like stress to our nervous system. I know for me, like I've only been tracking this for probably the last couple of months. I know you've been tracking it for longer, but and and you kind of said this before. I notice in myself when I'm now that I'm so sensitive to energy, like I notice. Oh my god, I'm really I'm feeling flat. My nervous system, my body feels a little bit off. I'll check the website or the app, and there's a spike starting. And I find it so interesting because all of this is happening in outer space. So all of this is being tracked through NASA mm. in outer space with technology that we've created. And it's only proving a theory that was like 45 years old, right? Yeah. So like it's only really new data data, and mm. it's new technology. And it's really interesting to see and be able to feel the effects of it. So when you're having a really flat day, this is really something that I turn to. And then I know... Is it a world energy problem? Like the Schumann mm. resonance to me is like a world energy crisis. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you've got like COVID energy crisis. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think I, I feel the exact same because um, 
and know that leading up to Lionsgate portal, like it was going crazy. And I think it even cut out there for like those 24 hours and everyone um, was kind of going, oh my God, like everything feels so weird, but none of us could like jump on and check it. I don't know. I'm a conspiracy theorist here. So something went crazy at that point. Cause I know a lot of us, and we had this discussion, like we were really feeling flat and off those couple of days. And I just think it gives me the reassurance that it's not just me that's feeling this way. It's a global thing. And, you know, um, I don't necessarily need to try and like work myself out of it. I just need to accept it and kind of just, you know, get on with it. Yeah. Do, yeah. And I think so many people are like, oh my God, how do you do this? How do you run a business? And how do you do all of this and be spiritual and connect to your Akashic records every day, right? Mm. I just do those shit when I don't want to do those shit. Yeah, exactly. I think that's really important. And, and I know for me, I have practices in place that help me raise my vibration on a day like, you know, today or days this week where it's like, you know, on Tuesday we had that huge spike. Like I have practices in place that I was doing several times a day to shift my energy, to raise my vibration back up because it had been shot down so low. Mm. And I think when it is on a, this kind of goes against you, but I think when it is on a um, global level, it doesn't actually affect our vibration. It's just really affecting our mood, which we perceive as our vibration. Does Mm. that make sense? That does make sense. Because I feel like... The next day when the spike is over and it's like return to normal, we feel fine. It's not actually affecting our manifestations or Mm. our creations. It's just like a period that we have to sit through. Yeah. Well, I guess it ultimately what it's really affecting is our nervous system. So really it's just our body. It's not necessarily, I guess it's just how I'm perceiving it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it really is. It's, It's literally affecting our human body our nervous system and how everything's functioning that's not necessarily going to affect our vibes yeah so really becoming aware of these external factors and figuring out which one is affecting you is it because you drank last night is Mm. it because you smoked last night is it because the human resonance is up is it because you ate takeout and Mm. someone else created the food without great intention yeah like all of these little things that most people don't think about affect our vibration Mm -hmm. yeah and i and i guess as well like realizing that just because you're feeling low vibe doesn't mean you need to work your ass off to try and shift yourself out of it like sometimes i don't know that's me yeah sometimes you just got to kind of go it's just not a day for me yeah you know like we're sitting here on a day that isn't for us and we're still recording this because we started having this conversation outside and i was like this would make a great podcast this is exactly what we do we start having a conversation we're like oh my god the world needs to hear it yeah so <laughs> like today's not my day i watched too much charmed i could have worked all day decided not to mm-hmm. the world didn't end oh my god i i didn't shower until 1 p.m that sounds magical. So I think, and I, I spent the morning reading and just like vibing out. Like, I think it's so important to just be fully open with the fact that just because we run a business and we're these like spiritual people who try and preach how fantastic life can be, we still have our down days and we just like accept that. Yeah. And I think acceptance is a big part of the spiritual journey. Like Mm. there are days that I don't do my practices and I accept the fact that on that day, it ain't going to serve me. Mm -hmm. Like I just don't have the emotional 
ability to journal or release or let go like some days it's better for me to just sit there and watch out and numb my mind on television and then deal with it the next day if I feel that bit better but that's coming from a place of acceptance and knowing what's happening Mm, that's so true and I just feel like the trap people can fall into is that when they have those couple of days off they're beating themselves up and then they never get back to it I think it's also realizing that you need to see just how beneficial these practices are for you and the difference they do make in your life and be self-aware enough that when you do fall off track that little bit, you can go, oh, actually, I haven't been doing my shit, so I better get back into it. I just feel like that's why people struggle. Yeah, it's like all or nothing, mm. but nothing has to be all or nothing. No, I'm not all or nothing. Yeah, I'm definitely like no. a Sundays is a day to do nothing kind of gal. Absolutely. If I don't get out of my pyjamas on a Sunday, like that's that's a good day for me. If I don't go to nature outside on a Sunday, I may like get green in a ball and die these days. But that's just how different we are. Mm, Exactly. Look, I, yeah, I'm an an introvert. Yeah. And I'm a introvert-ish kind of sit behind Zoom gal, but I really need to be outside. Like Mm. I'm, as we're talking about this, I'm still feeling claustrophobic in this house because we're in lockdown here. And like, normally I go out. Even if it's like grocery shopping, like I just need to be outside. Yeah, I'm loving this. <laughs> I don't need, I don't have to feel bad about not wanting to leave the house. It's great. This is perfect. It's really made me realize just how much of an introvert. Like, don't get me wrong. I love to talk. I'm extroverted when I need to be. Yeah. This is perfect. And I think that's really all we're here talking about is figuring out and knowing what is happening. So knowing yourself well enough that you can decide what is the right course of action? If that's today having a day off mm. and allowing yourself to recoup so tomorrow you come from a full cup or doing those practices so you can spend the next 30 minutes doing whatever you have to do, it doesn't matter. It's not going to make a whole heap. Of, one day doesn't make a whole heap of difference. It's it's doing those micro small acts every day that leads up to the macro. Mm. It's about you shaping your bigger picture by doing whatever the small things are. Mm. Yeah. So what are some things that you do on the daily that you really feel kind of help you, especially on those days when you're feeling a bit flat, but you still kind of feel like you need to do something? Yeah. So my biggest thing is I, for seven minutes every day, it doesn't matter in what form I connect to my spirit guides, um, to the Akashic records or to the Play-Dohs, mm-hmm. um, the Pladios, <laughs> the Pladians, if you don't know, um, so I either video record it, I do automatic writing, or I just like sit there in my little psychic realm and just let it unfold. Sometimes there's no need for documentation, mm. but that's probably my biggest thing. The other thing that's really important that I've only really got back into super recently is moving my body. Mm. When I started my spiritual awakening, I actually became a personal trainer the year after because that's how important movement became in my life. If I don't move, my channel isn't clear. Mm. So trying to move my body every day, like this morning, I literally got up and just stretched for 30 minutes in front of the television. Mm. But I was still moving and I was watching something that was really inspiring me. I was watching Gaia. I always try and watch things that really inspire me. I'm not big on podcasts anymore. I try and actually one of my practices is not having external noise yeah that's actually my biggest practice no podcast only books that i feel like that are really going to serve me 
and like I don't watch YouTube I I watch Gaia some of the stuff is amazing some doesn't fill me up but it's not listening to other spiritual teachers that's my biggest piece of advice for myself Mm. that I've been following for the last probably eight months yeah okay and that to me really helps me stay my own true north Mm. because otherwise I don't know where when and how this got into my subconscious but then I'm randomly doing someone else's morning practice you know when you just scroll through magic on Instagram and you're like three three five gotta write three things I'm grateful for five manifestations and three something else like three mantras or something that's it I I also don't really follow a lot of other spiritual people for that exact reason I just feel like I need to stick with what feels right for me not be influenced by others otherwise I might start spitting out information to clients that doesn't really align with me I just feel like it's regurgitated out Mm. yeah for you're very I feel spiritual in your practices I'm like not so when I'm having a down day I sing Mm, that's my thing right now and I've really noticed that when I'm feeling flat this really really just like brings me back up I feel like it's because it's getting my throat chakra um moving a lot better I don't know I also just enjoy it I don't know that's like my current thing Mm -hmm. I can't I can't say that I'm gonna like sit down and meditate on a day that I'm feeling flat it's usually the last thing I want to do to be completely honest Mm. so it's very interesting I just feel like that's two really different opinions there which I think a lot of people feel that when they get really down and they're struggling in their spiritual practices they need to delve into their spiritual practices I think finding something that works for you no matter what it is definitely resonate with going out and walking or something as well Mm. because obviously physical exercise is the best way to raise you up yeah 100%. Um, so just finding something that really resonates with you like just again self-awareness what do you do in your life that makes you happy yeah do it like go bake banana bread if that makes you happy god i really want to make some banana bread did you get that <laughs> stop reading my mind i'm so sorry i'm trying to like unripen some bananas oh lockdown things is everyone makes you know banana bread in lockdown i don't cook so i mm. definitely don't make okay. banana bread in lockdown i could make some like potions and i'll be fine but mm. like not food yeah we should cast some spells yeah <laughs> we should do that um <laughs> It's really interesting. What, el- But what else are your normal non-negotiables mm. that pick you up for the days that are down so your yeah. micro is getting yes. tick box? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, look, I meditate for um, 45 minutes minimum a morning, have my cup of coffee, journal, read, see if I feel like exercising. Yeah, we're the opposite there. Yeah. <laughs> um, that they're like my... I, guess I have to do tarot. those. And tarot, sorry, yes. And I pull my tarot cards and oracle cards. I usually pull between three to four cards a day minimum. I then use them as journal prompts for journaling. Mm. Um, so that's like my must-have morning. I'm very... Like, I like no joke, I actually have my morning routine scheduled out in my calendar because I'm, I'm, I'm that kind of person. Mm. Uh, I have a completely blocked time blocked out 
and they're my non and I, I notice when I don't do those actually one thing I've recently added in and I've given these to my clients I've recorded a morning affirmation kind of just like track that goes through about two minutes and we like repeat out loud the affirmations and like I've noticed a huge change in my mindset just listening to that as soon as I wake up in the morning plus, mm. I, plus I have my morning like playlist of all my good high vibe songs that I play as I'm like going through my morning routine see that's something I normally do because when I'm at home mm. I actually drive everywhere is like 45 minutes so I normally just listen to piano music and shoot affirmations off mm. so it really does help doesn't it it does yeah what about you what are your like non-negotiables pretty much what I said before but I'm not a morning person so I tried really hard being here with Cass to become a morning mm. person but I'm more of a lunchtime gal like yeah. in the middle of the day go for a run do my practice mm-hmm like I have a lot of half an hour breaks between my clients and I'm like so efficient in those Mm. and that's really where I do my practices because to me there's nothing worse than getting up in the morning and yeah yeah trying to you tried I tried she did try she did try like I I I was getting up at 4 30 in the morning I've pushed it back to five just because it's been winter and I was struggling and you were genuinely trying to to do the same yeah, it just doesn't serve me. And I need nine hours of sleep. It's and this is the thing. I was I was just having. I've had this conversation recently. I actually thrive when I only have six to seven hours of sleep. Mm. Anything over that, like I slept in this morning, and I have like I feel like I have a hangover. Like I slept too much. My body's like, ugh. So I'm best if I get up at like five in the morning. Yeah. So it's really important that you know what works for you and you do those things. Like Mm. it doesn't matter for me if I get up and watch the sunrise, I'll be equally as energized. But as long as I've had eight to nine hours sleep, (laughs) I'm pretty good. It's the amount of sleep for me. Yes. So really figuring out what works for your body. And this is why I love movement and exercise and I care about what I fuel and put into my body like. Mm. like even I know we're going out for dinner tonight and I'm like oh they're not gonna make it with love and like and I think that's really like something that when I'm at home that I focus on because I feel like everything has an energetic signature Mm -hmm. it's called psychometry if you want to look it up it's so important that every aspect of our life we've thought through that is it serving or hurting us yeah totally agree and just back on the morning routine and stuff like I just feel like a lot of people preach it and I know I do but as Gab said if you're not a morning person then it's not for you and don't feel like you have to just because you're getting into spirituality um you know you can just have an amazing nighttime routine where you just dedicate some time to yourself like ultimately all it is is dedicating 30 minutes an hour to you without any other distractions to make yourself a priority for a moment in time because so many of us just go through life not giving a shit about ourselves Mm -hmm. and that's all it really is yeah and to me like going for a walk and doing those things throughout the day to me actually energizes me Mm. at a better level so stop thinking that you have to do it and it has to be cookie cutter instagram perfect Mm. yeah that's one of the biggest things i preach to people to my clients i'll tell you to dedicate some time to yourself you pick a time a day that that suits best it doesn't have to be the same time every day it's just Mm. gonna be the same things every day like I have a list of different things like some day it's yoga and some days it's journaling and some days it's reading and some days it's potting plants like we all know when it's a bad day for me and I'm outside with my like little 30 plants and I'm like repotting them like whatever it is 
Mm. It's a very expensive hobby. Yeah, it is. Especially when it's like your emotional outlet. Like, gotta make sure my friends are good. I think this is where self-awareness comes into play because you need to recognize when you're having the down days and then be like, okay, cool. Like, is it from food I've eaten? Is it because I drink? Is it smoke? Check the Schumann residence. We'll link, um, we'll link the website below so you guys can get a bit of an understanding of what that even looks like. And then, you know, if you feel like it is just you and things need to change, like you, you need to have a little pool of things that you know are going to help you to shift that mm-hmm. if you feel like you need to. But also you don't need to. Like Gabs and I have said today, I slept in, I relaxed and I read for like really, really long, spent probably a little too long on Instagram and I showered at 1 p.m. after having breakfast for lunch. Mm. Like I don't feel guilty about that. Yeah, because there is no perfect, there is no timeline, there isn't, should, shouldn't even be a word. It's mm-hmm. you projecting yourself outside of yourself, whacking your own finger at yourself saying, yeah. you could be doing better, but we all could be doing better. Millionaires could be doing better. The people who help millions of people worldwide and run organizations still could be doing better. Yeah. It's just a projection that you're holding of yourself that you can let go of because no one should feel that their life isn't enough or that it's not perfect because Mm -hmm. instagram says so Mm. so it's time to let that story go and evolve into whatever being and whatever doing really serves you yes i couldn't agree more all right my loves well thank you for tuning into this episode we're going to go and watch television Mm. maybe Mm -hmm. some disney movies and Mm -hmm. allow ourselves to relax on a friday evening so i hope you relax this weekend i hope for those who are in lockdown We are sending you so much love from Australia and I just really hope that you take some time to honor yourself. Uh, Yep, couldn't agree more. Thanks, guys, so much. Appreciate you. And we'll see you next Friday.